0: Bienvenidos y welcome to the Biz Bruja podcast where reclaiming our powerful intuition, our sacred medicina, embracing our magic and healing ancestral patterns invoke powerful creations in our own well-being, our lives, familias, community... And our businesses, remembering that our businesses are so important at this time. I'm the creatrix of this blogcast, the biz bruja herself, Vanessa Codornu, a modern day bruja, fourth generation psychic medium, clinical hypnotist, energy healer, and soul biz mentor and coach. An Argentine-American who started reading adults at 16, became a professional intuitive at 22, and now guides, creatives, intuitives, healers, and entrepreneurs to break through fears, connect to the practical power of their intuition so they can serve the world powerfully.
1: Hello, everyone. Bienvenidos. I am so excited to talk to someone that I admire, that I adore, that I love who I've done her breath work, and it's brought me into deep healing. And I brought her into my community because I feel like she is this grounded, calm, powerful, passionate force for good, for healing, and for inspiration. So everyone, please welcome Shauna Bryant. Hi, Shauna.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me.
1: I'm so excited to be here with you. Um, Shauna is someone that And we're going to talk about this more as we go through this uh, program, but she came in through one of my courses, we got to meet and then I've observed her and interacted with her and, and just, we've been on this journey where I've, I've seen her step up, speak out and light the way for other future healers while she's also coming into the world even more brightly, right? With your sacred work. And so I, I just can't wait for this conversation because there's so many levels to it. And so before we get into that, I want to talk or share her official bio. And so Shauna Brand is a breathwork meditation facilitator, Pilates and gyrotonic instructor and founder of Breath Liberation Society. She is dedicated to body and mind rejuvenation. With 15 years of experience, Shauna assists her clients in cultivating their mind, body, and breath alignment. She revolutionizes her multiple practices by integrating her multiple expertise into enriching client-specific experiences. Dedicated Pilates clients will cultivate stronger, leaner bodies while benefiting from breath-activating energy work with her methods. Participants in private group and corporate breathwork meditation sessions benefit from her multifaceted experience and singular approach. When possible, Shauna offers virtual breathing circles at inclusive pricing, a sliding scale pay structure, and scholarships are available. You can catch her free guided breathwork meditations on YouTube, Insight Timer, and Instagram TV. Shana, what brought you onto this world of wellness? Like, how did you get on? When did it click to you in your personal life or your career life? Like, this is for me, or this is what I need, or this is this is what's calling me?
2: Mm, oh, I love that question. So I think, goodness, the click is, is a separate story. But I, um, you know, I've always been a talkative, um, really energetic person so the idea of a desk job has never ever been on my you know on my dream list that was never even when i was a little kid i i never wanted to just be in a cubicle or an office which is kind of unique because i I very much work at my desk now but i think in a different way right Um, yes totally yeah so i think it started to click for me i I started teaching Pilates kind of on the side. Uh, I worked, you know, I worked, I bartended, I sold lotion at Kiehl's uh, for six years almost while I was building my Pilates clientele. And then once I had enough Pilates business, which it took a while, um, once I had enough Pilates business, I I took the leap and I I went full-time Pilates and that's been amazing. And I think some of the bigger moments for me where I just feel really proud to be a Pilates instructor. And I think that's probably the side where I consider myself in wellness, right? As a movement instructor, I think it's hard to, especially Pilates, I think it's hard to separate yourself from the wellness industry in that, in that way. Uh, but you know, I have my clients, a lot of them have been with me for 10 or 12 years. Um, I think most of them have been with me for about seven and they're they're an aging population so the my most rewarding moments are my clients who go hiking with their friends somewhere uh somewhere fun and they report back they're like everybody was holding on to canes and i was hopping on rocks and that's so cool to be able to help people create a more sustainable and enjoyable quality of life in their later years. I think it's been really rewarding to watch that, to watch them go to the beach and then brag later that they just hopped up off the sand and ran in the ocean and everybody else was like, you know, knees to hands and and all of that has to do with Pilates. And I think also just their commitment to staying active. Uh, yeah, but I think the click for me, Oh man, I've had a couple breathwork moments and, and I tell uh, the people in my course this, that some days you're going to feel like, you know, there's like lightning shooting out of your palms and and the room is electric and you can see light and it's this really powerful experience. And some days you're going to spend the entire session staring at like a candle, praying that you're able to separate yourself from the space and hold the space. And, and, and both are of value and both gain so much um, both are a value, both give you a great experience in holding space. But I've had a couple moments, uh, I led a, a fire circle back when we could still meet in person, I led a fire circle. And after that we did breath work. And I think that was one of the most electric moments I've ever experienced in breath work. It was just the room, it felt like everybody was levitating off the floor. It was was just such a powerful experience. It was so beautiful for me to witness. I'd never led a fire circle and I knew I wanted to lead one. So I actually just invited all of my friends to it. I didn't advertise it at all. I just, every one of my friends who'd ever said, maybe I'll do breath work. I was like, oh, do you want to come to this? I invited my sister. I, I've i never invited her to anything. I like, we're actually close, but she's not as spiritual as I am. Like I, I had never let, invited her to any of that, invited her. Like I just, I was like, <laughs> everyone's welcome. And it was, it was so, it was really beautiful. So I think that would have been my moment where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm supposed to be here. Like this is, this is where I'm, I'm. This is where I am magic. This is where I am helping others.
1: Mm, I love that. And I love that quote, you said, this is where I am magic. Do you feel that it's important? I mean, you must, because this is what you're doing, but I do wanna ask, do you feel it's important for all of us to feel like, or to endeavor, to find places and spaces and ways of being where we say to ourselves in some way, shape or form, this is where I am magic.
2: Of course. Like what it what an amazing glowy world. I and, and what I'll preference in saying is that I don't always feel like I'm magic in breathwork, right? When I'm when I'm trying to design a Canva document when I don't have a design <laughs> bone in my body, right? Like that doesn't feel magical, but yeah. it's it's all kind of these necessary foundational things in order to to show up and be who I want to be. Um, so yes, I think we should all find spaces where we feel like we're magical. And I think we should all be very understanding of the idea that that can't be 100% life.
1: <laughs> I love that, Shana I love that because I saw so many people in the last two years during the pandemic, right? Be like, oh my God, I'm a healer. I'm an intuitive, I'm a psychic, I'm a reader, I'm a this, some of that, which yes, you are. And por favor, like, keep going, right? At the same time, like the minute, like the Canva came up, where it got hard, or they were like, it should be flowing all the time, right? Yeah. But we're also souls and human bodies dealing with the minutia of life and the BS of life, la caca de la vida, right? <laughs> and we're like going through things and also reclaiming that magic. So I love that. And like, did you pivot into breath work um, during the, the pandemic or were you already working in that field? Yeah.
2: So I was, I was already a breath worker um, and what I will say is that I was already online because I teach Pilates to, um, I teach Pilates to people who travel, to people who have very busy jobs. It's always been my dream. To be able to teach pilates online to be do breathwork online because then i could reach people wherever they were and especially i mean even right now in dc we've had a kind of wintery year and i'm i'm from southern california i don't drive i tell people i'm like if you if you think it might snow if you look outside and they say there's going to be ice just check your email because i assure you i'm not coming i'm staying home Uh, So I was really, I was already online and also because a lot of my friends are in California. And so when I started leading breathwork, and I'll explain how those two kind of came together. But when I started leading breathwork, I really wanted to be able to invite my friends who weren't within driving distance to join my group. So I was already online, which I think was actually a gift. Uh, But to answer more of your question, I think about how breathwork and Pilates came to be. So Pilates, the style of Pilates that I trained in. You cue the breath. So in a 55 minute session, I talk the entire time and it's inhale, lift your head, exhale, relax your head, inhale, squeeze your knees into your chest, exhale, stick them up to the ceiling. So at most Every four or five words is inhale or exhale. Uh, At the least, it's every other word. So I was really comfortable explaining breathing to people. I was really familiar with what the breath can do to the body in terms of movement, in terms of how to propel the movement. And also, I was really familiar with it in terms of focus, because I think asking people to return to their breath was a really nice invitation to kind of invite them to also feel their body, to connect with their body, to be able to connect their breath and their movement, I think is a really beautiful part of Pilates. So I was very familiar with breathing and I kept uh, seeing breathwork on train, on, on schedules. So I'm from, like I said, I'm from Los Angeles. I have friends in New York. I live in Washington, DC. So anytime I go anywhere, it's almost usually Los Angeles or New York. And because of my fitness background, I was always just going to new classes and like, oh, and you can swing from a ceiling and do all this stuff. So I'd always go whenever I was home. And when I started to go to New York, when I started to go to LA, I kept seeing breathwork on the, on the schedules. And I was like, okay, What is breathwork and i think i googled it i found like a podcast where somebody mentioned one teacher and i was like great that's what i'll do then i will learn breathwork from this one teacher and you know i found that one teacher and i and i did a little bit more research and i i found a lot of trainings that were i i would assume perspective or i guess hindsight is very interesting in this i would assume they were very solid and and amazing trainings but for me, just dipping my toe in the water, I was like, "Oh, I can do it in seven days rather than eight hundred hours." You know, I'd already done an eight hundred hour Pilates training. I was like, "I don't want to spend three years on something I don't even know if I'll like." You know, so I was like, "Obviously, I'm just gonna go do this." Um, so I found a training, and I and I I really thought at the time that breath work had to do with like lung capacity, uh, especially because you know I'm a Pilates instructor. So I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna teach people to use their lungs more." You know, I'm gonna. <laughs> Teach them to use more of their lungs, which I mean, understanding science, I actually don't know why I thought that originally, but that's what I thought. I was like, I'm going to teach them to not, you know, not hold their breath. Uh, So I was, I was really, it was quite a big experience for me (laughs) when I got to training (laughs) and started actually doing the real breath work. Um, But yeah, that's how they, that's how they kind of came together for me. And I have some of my Pilates clients that are interested in breath work. Most of them aren't, most of them are just sticking to Pilates and that's fine. Um, I've been running, you know, kind of two, three-ish businesses for the last two years, and that's been a lot. But it's, I'm finding some balance in it. I'm taking some cues from you, Vanessa, been um, mm-hmm. trying to slow down a little bit. And it's been very rewarding. It's been amazing.
1: I-, I love it, and I love that you were already online, and I love how you were so transparent about, yeah, I want to do the seven day because I've already done some training, and I don't know if I'm really gonna like it. And I think it's important. Yeah sometimes we get in over our heads with something that's like a three-year commitment. And we're like, I don't want to do Ayurveda, right? Like people get really (laughs) excited, right? With the idea of it. So thank you for that. And wow, a couple of different businesses at a time. I wanted to talk about, so Breathwork, I encountered it like, I don't know, 26, 27 years ago. I was taking acting class in New York. And I think it was the Lynette Sheldon Actors Studio or something like that. And she used to do um, breath work for us to release any emotional blockages so we could be more energetically fluid and be able to perform better. Um, And uh, yeah, and you know, it wasn't known really back then, it wasn't really cool, but I'll say I did a lot of healing in acting class. And after I got out of acting class, that wasn't the path (laughs) for me, but I kept saying everybody should have acting training. I mean, the arts are really crucial. Um, And I'm so glad that it's been, it's morphed. There've been different types of breath work. What kind of breath work are you doing currently?
2: So I currently practice and facilitate and my training program, we focus mainly on the three-part breath. Um, And the three-part breath involves breathing into the mouth and it goes, it's like a breath into the mouth, into the belly, a breath into the mouth, into the chest, and then you have a big release. And people breathe really fast, they breathe really slow. Um, I always say just find a pattern, find a rhythm. Um, I know a lot of people have a tough time breathing through their mouth. And while there isn't a lot of science around this, I will admit that. uh, What I find is that breathing through the mouth is just different enough from my average everyday activity that my brain has to focus on it. And my brain focusing on something is the real treat of breath work, specifically because the brain has something to do and it lets us get more into our bodies. It lets us start to feel more energy in our bodies. All of the to do list, the like newsletter, the thing you were supposed to finish, and blah, 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 all of that. Your brain can't do a thousand things at once, believe it or not. So focusing on the breath lets you breathe into your body. And it's been a really magical, I've said that word so many times. Um, it's been a really exciting and um, efficient way for me to relax my body, to feel my body and to quiet my busy thoughts.
1: I love it. And, you know, even though we're going to say magical like a thousand times here, mm-hmm. I feel it's because of the results of sacred work and the results of even, let's say, you don't believe in the divine. It's you, you're like, I'm going at it practically. It still is something yeah. that we don't even have words for, right? right? Because it's a sense of wholeness, a sense of embodiment for some, a sense of freedom. And maybe a moment where we can allow ourselves to feel feelings that maybe we couldn't feel because we have to keep it together for everybody else during the week or during the day or whatever we're doing.
2: Yeah. I mean, there are so few I- avenues for us to feel our feelings. And, and I I get that. Like, I think we, we tend to be very like, you know, feel your feelings. That's crap that people push them down. But, you know, there are a lot of environments where it's not okay, or maybe it's not safe to express your feelings. Um, Maybe that's not something that's allowed. Maybe you grew up in a household where expressing your feelings was either um, completely frowned upon, or maybe it was used as, um, almost as like a a weapon or weaponized, so I think finding a space, especially virtually is really fun because you get to be in your space. And kind of in this judgment free and I would argue that in person is judgment free as well, but especially for someone who's feeling a little resistance around crying or something like that. Like I always get people in groups who are like, oh, I was, I was so worried I was gonna cry and interrupt the person next to me. Um and I and I have these really wild stories of people like really emoting in breath work and like the people next to them not hearing them at all because everybody's just in their own thing. Like I I've I've had that happen a lot where people are like, or they'll say like, oh I heard somebody else crying. Then that helped me feel like it was okay to cry. I heard somebody else laughing it helped me feel it was okay. And sometimes you know that can play against each but But um, ultimately, yeah, breathwork is an amazing place to start feeling your feelings, especially those ones that have been buried and pushed down and shoved under a drawer, all of those, um, you know, maybe not right away. But as you as you practice breathwork, as you get more comfortable with it, as your body gets more, um, more accepting of the breath and all the energy moving, you can really uncover and, and release some really big things that you've been dragging around.
1: I love that. And I I love it also because we are usually so focused about, well, I want to attain this or this is my goal, especially right at the beginning of the year. These are my goals. This is what I want to attain. I want to do this. Well, in order to bring in something new, we have to create more capacity within our mind, body and spirit to be able to hold the thing. But if we're still holding all these deep feelings, which all of us are, even me, like we're all holding it, even if we're healers and we're doing our practices, there's always another layer and you're like, oh my God, another ancestral layer, another childhood layer, that in order for us to actually create new things, it is imperative for us to allow ourselves to be wherever we are, feel our feelings, however they may be, and create a space where, as you said, it's judgment-free where it's allowed, right? Because Mm -hmm. maybe, life so then we not only feel our feelings but also can keep growing right yeah because like what happens when like what what are some of the benefits i mean we've talked about them but in terms of breathwork what are some of the benefits some of your people have told you some of your circle participants
2: yeah, people obviously clear a lot of emotion feel some things that they weren't maybe even aware were there Um, Breath work can help to increase your focus. It helps with creative, um, creative endeavors. It can really help to flow energy in that way. Um, A lot of people, it's funny, a lot of people are like, I slept like, so, I mean, it's either or, right? Either they're just like, there's so much energy moving that they're just awake for like a day. Or most people are like, you know, I don't think breath work works. I get a lot of those. Breath work didn't work for me. I didn't feel anything. I, I had a really hard time with the breath. But by the way, I slept like 12 hours. I'm like, okay. Right. So, so it's this, you know, after like a smooth, a quick talk about right and wrong. And this assessment of good or bad, um, you know, it's this high. I'm like, so did you need the rest? They're like, Oh yeah. I, I hadn't slept in weeks. I'm like, okay. So I don't care what you call it. You don't have to blame breath work. I don't need that credit, but I'm glad you slept. And they're like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. You know?
1: <laughs> yes. I love that example. Cause it's so true. Right. It happens in other techniques as well, like Reiki, energy healing, etc. cetera. Yeah. Um, when were you inspired to create the Breath Liberation Society. Um, And I know you were already online before the pandemic, Mm -hmm. but how did it change when the pandemic came about? Like, how did your work change online?
2: Right, so my work definitely picked up when everybody was online. Um, That was, I had a a friend of mine, I was, so we took, we took a likely a little bit risky trip in like the first week of March, Um, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was like the last Maybe it was like the second, the last week of February. I'm, I'm going to misremember the days here. But um, we took a, a pretty risky trip to Puerto Rico right before lockdown um, and it had been on our schedules. Me and my partner had been working a lot and we just, we really needed a break. And of course, this is back when we all assumed we'd just be in our homes for, you know, a couple of weeks probably before, you know, they reopened. Like the, the vision of two years was completely um, not on our radar. But I took a trip and I remember a friend of mine called me and they sent me a message like, I need to talk to you, it's important. I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? I'm on vacation, but what? And she was like, we have to do something. Like everyone's so scared, we have to do something. Will you start leading weekly groups? And I was like, sure. So I started off the pandemic leading free weekly groups on Fridays. And I did that because I was able to switch Pilates to completely online and I felt like I had the financial security that I knew a lot of people didn't. Um, So I did it and I did it for a couple months and um, yeah, I did that and that was actually amazing. So I got to meet a lot of people and I think there's something really beautiful and very, um, it's, it's a, I'm, I'm losing the words for this, but I think consistency is the word that I'd like to use. I think there's something incredibly great about consistently honing your craft, about consistently holding space. Um, if you're lucky enough to get people who will show up also and, and kind of being able to be an energy worker with, with the same crowd for weeks at a time can be a really great way to harness, to, to, to mold your intuition. To, um to start to trust yourself a little bit more to start to really just build a lot of that knowledge and that experience. so it was a great thing for me to do and then along with the pandemic as many of you know, you know came a lot of misinformation and and there's been a big divide around science around the necessity of um, of masks of vaccines and one of the leaders in my breathwork community became very outspoken for those beliefs. Um, So along with that, along with the summer of 2020, with the social uprisings, um, and the murder of George Floyd, we started to have conversations with our breathwork leaders, like, you know, we all kind of held our breath, which I think sadly, a lot of people of color, a lot of queer people do in trainings, where we just you know, we're like, I got to get through this, you know, it's probably going to be mildly offensive, but I'm just gonna have to tough it out. Um, And I think a lot of us just kind of hit a point where we're like, no more, like this, this has got to end. And I think, and this is perhaps a bit naive of us, um, but we rather than just, you know, do like an open letter, and and I'm not poo-pooing those who do open letters because those can be equally as powerful. We we did take some time. We tried to engage with the leadership in our community. We we offered them resources. We we gave them examples. We gave them just like lots of lots of things that they we thought were really important that they changed like now you know, and I and I don't think any of it was unreasonable. I think all of it was incredibly researched and and very compassionate. Um, and they they believe it or not, at one point one of the people took like almost line for line words from one of our letters that we sent and posted it on their website. And they were like, we're gonna change this, 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 and this, and this and like, no reference to like, thank you to the individuals that emailed me about the just nothing just they like picked, you know, if we gave a list of 10 things, they took picked four, just put them on their website. And and so it was just like, this is enough. Um, so we we ultimately published everything that we That we'd gone through we published all of our correspondence, because we wanted other people to be able to make their own decisions we didn't want it to be where we had to be the now overseers of of. um, of the breathwork industry, you know, we were all still living through a pandemic, still living through a social revolution. I think during that group, the six people that were in the group, like two people moved cross country, another had major surgery, like we we all had a lot going on. So we were very happy to just be like, here's all the stuff, read it, make your own decision. We're, we're out of this now, you know? Um, and so what happened with that is that I, um, it i was like okay we have to we can't just close that door like we our goal is to get more diverse people in the breathwork world so what's their path we can't you know what's their path um and i and i started looking around at other trainings um we're looking for breathwork trainings that that featured um people of color that's actually how i found you and reiki um i just was like you know i i feel like there's something really wonderful when you can see yourself reflected from the front of the room. Um, Regardless if we have different lives or different experiences, just knowing that your life and your experience have existed under the same frame as mine, I, I find that to be really beautiful and also to almost be very necessary in my own healing journey. So I started to look for breathwork trainings that I could recommend to people. I didn't find any that had a lot of leadership with people of color. Um, I just didn't find that. Maybe there was one person on the faculty, but, but not anything that was run by a person of color, um, not anything that really focused a lot on trauma-informed training, um, nothing that was really trying to amplify the voices of queer and trans people. So ultimately, I decided to make my own training um, with a lot of hu- uh, humility in knowing that I've been, leading breath and i leading Pilates since, you know, the early two thousands, but not breathwork for a very long time. So it made sense to me that it shouldn't only be my voice. It shouldn't only be my teaching. And that's why I invited Pretty much everybody I knew in the breathwork world <laughs> to be part of the training. Even you, Vanessa, you came and spoke last year um, to the to the trainees about energetic boundaries. That's actually something I learned from you in Reiki um, in Reiki training. It was so helpful. And it's funny because I remember that the first course was five, four, four months long. And like the last time we met, somebody brought up something you'd said. They're like, well, remember when Vanessa was here, they said this and da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, okay, this is sticking. Um, And now, you know, I see the people who graduated from the first course out there leading breathwork, charging Mm -hmm. more than me, you know, being... (laughs) really being courageous and and being out there in their communities right like if it's if they're in New Orleans if they're in the Midwest if they're um, in like Utah like and I think the best part uh, I think this, sorry this is the longest answer but one thing you mentioned about virtual is that um, I think virtual trainings are wonderful because they bring learning within grasp for people who aren't able to travel Um, And I think it helps us be able to offer a more in-depth training because maybe it would be a really intense seven days, but are you still learning? Are you tired? Does your back hurt? Do you miss your bed? You know, and then being able, having to travel once a month for seven months or for five years, that's also pretty, you know, that's pretty pricey. But being able to learn from your home, that that's a whole nother bag, you know, and that and even now with this, um, I have another course that's starting the training starts to get in February enrollments going on now. But um, the course right now, there are people who are signed up who are in Mexico, Australia, Amsterdam, Canada. So even now we're casting this really, really beautiful stone into a big magical lake and the ripples get to go everywhere. And they're all people who are like, I want to learn from a diverse community. I want to learn from people who reflect my life. I want to learn from people who don't reflect my life. And I've always thought it was weird that there were only white people in the room. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, there are, really, there are people out there who believe what we believe, who think that we should, we should invite all people into our spaces. And, and they're, they're showing up. They're, they're, they're arriving. Mm,
1: thank you. I didn't know that story of why and how you created um, Breath, Breath of Liberation Society, and it makes so much sense. And I just want to, I'm so happy that all of you were moved to speak your truth and to put the information out there and i'm sorry that you were met in that way it is really unfortunate that a lot of these i guess i don't know if i'd call them powers that be but teachers that are already established who've been up for a long time or maybe well known for their work um aren't open they talk about collaboration and they talk about truth and authenticity but when called out even in a gentle way can't even open you know, communication to have a clear exchange of ideas and an expand, a real expansion. So I'm glad that you just stepped out and did it. And now you have more and more people. And I love what you said. And, you know, I I was brought back to when I was doing the free sessions every week for three months, there were people, so I live in Pennsylvania now, right? I'm from New York. So I've been raised around diversity, tons of different culturas, Spanish, English, every, like everybody's always together. Um, And then here, no, not so much. And I can say that there were some white folks from Pennsylvania who got to be on those sessions, who got exposed to hearing stories of people of color. And then they're crying and they're like, I never thought about this before and I feel so bad. And I'm like, I'm so glad though that you attended because being encased in your white reality every day, how would well you know that I'm still unpacking things too from my own white privilege, right? Where you're like, oh, that detail, oh, that thing that you never think about. And the fact that pe- everybody was in the room, oh, I didn't even understand that somebody trans would be going through that or somebody queer might be going through yeah. that. Um, and hearing people and holding the space. So I think that being online as much as some folks find it uncomfortable, I think that it's part of sacred spirits work, yeah. right? Because people say to me, well, I was like, Wi-Fi could be used for good or bad. Online could be used for good or bad. But we wouldn't even be able to be here right now, you and me, because we're in two different locations. And so to yeah. me, when people poo-poo on, like people, because I've been online 10 years, they've been like, mom, mom, I like to do it in person. I'm like, so do I, but guess what? I want to talk to people in Mexico, people in Australia who yeah. cool. Have to watch the the recording sometimes, or people in Canada, whoever it is, or people in Chicago or DC, um, California, um, Latin America. When I do something in Spanish or not, yeah, I yeah. want to expand that. And so, I, I love what you just shared. So, what has it been like creating this program for you? Um, you Whoa. know, being a digital, <laughs> you're now a content creator, right? Yeah. So like you themselves as a healer. And the other day, I typed out astrology content creator. Cause I write those articles and I'm like, Oh, I'm a content creator, but I always was right. And you right. do as well. And so how, what yeah. does it feel like?
2: What's oh that? man. So, you know, creating a course, I'm, I'm an incredibly driven person. Um, I, I will just say that I, I'm a grinded out person. Um, that's something that I will forever have to figure out how to taper. Um, because I'm like, I'm going to do this. It's going to happen and then go. And creating a course was easily one of the hardest things I've ever done. And and wow, Um, I think what I learned pretty quickly is that I, the way I communicate is not the way everyone communicates. Easy lessons, Um, you know, people receive information in different ways. Um, People, you know, just like in terms of how I had to get very organized. Like I think I started it off like just kind of like a group. And, and immediately I had to get way more organized. And I'm actually excited about this next course because I feel like I had a whole document of like things Shauna learned. that <laughs> just got incredibly long. And I would really advise anybody who's making a course or running any sort of program or training um, to maybe make one of those documents. Because what I found uh, almost a year later is that I'd forgotten some of the stuff on that document that were like massive problems. Like, that were like big learning lessons just I'd forgotten them and maybe they would have come back up but like it was there was definitely a lot of learning for me um about you know just again how to communicate I learned that people definitely need breaks I I'll be I'll I admit that jokingly but I really hadn't I was like four hours it's fine well you know we'll go straight through but like for heavier you know people need breaks
1: Oh, well, you know like I can talk through anything and that's why when I do my longer trainings I'm like look we're gonna break here here and there about yeah. but if if you feel that i've gone on for too or we've gone on for too long like be like v i need a break because when we're in that moment and the energy's yeah. flowing right
2: yeah 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 I, love- I also learned that i i talk quickly and i want to just fly through information and i learned that that's not the pace of most people so i learned to slow down quite a bit uh, i even lengthened the training this time i added two weekends and i added an hour to each day one for breaks, but two, because I wanted to just like, I, you know, I have my to-do list. I've got my slides. Let's do, let's go. And people wanted to like be humans and have questions and, 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 and like talk to each other. And I just, it did never, I don't know. I've done, I've participated in a lot of uh, online courses. I hadn't, I just, I guess I, I'd forgotten a lot of the human part, which feels silly to say, but like, I just, it's easy, I think to eyes down and grind and then recognize that not everyone works that way and that's not how humans generally behave and probably how I should not either um in terms of just letting things like soak in and giving it a moment to like ask questions and reflect and yeah it's it's been a really big learning thing for me but that's kind of the best thing about starting something and then doing it over and doing it over and doing it over is that you just get to get better like, you know, I, I started the first course and I told everybody, I was like, you guys are getting a beta price because I'm still learning and you're paying this price, but the understanding that I'm still learning. And I feel that same way about this one. Like I've, I've grown, but I'm still learning. And you know what, maybe we're always going to be learning, but I think always. in that vein, we're also improving. Um, and yeah, that's the way it's been going. <laughs> I love it. And thank you for, for like sharing that. I, I, I
1: don't think that that I've met so many teachers that are willing to share that, and that it's true that we're like, oh, let's just get through it. Right. But even as a student, you did want that extra touch because if you wanted to just grind through it, we would just have downloadable programs. Right. 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 And I've, and I've, by the way, I've also, I've bought those. And I, and by the way, I speed up the voice sometimes. When I buy, when I buy it, and my my husband walks by, and he's like, "What's pretty? I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm listening to this book right now." And he's like, "Are you getting it?" Yeah, and I turn around, and I go, "Because there's nobody right. There's nobody else in the class." But I've downloaded programs, and I've experimented with downloads in 2012, 2013, 2014. But what I noticed is I looked at my numbers that people weren't apt to complete them. Right. You know, as much as when you're in a room. And I think like what I saw in the last two years, especially, and I've I've been teaching for the 10 years, but the last two years, people became friends. Yeah, yeah. And you and I've stayed in touch. We're like, how are you? What's going on? We mutually support each other. Like we became an expanded community, but that can only really happen if there is some shared space and time to witness each other, to see how we're feeling, you know? And so it's amazing. And And I'm with you, I'm always learning. Yep. I'm always learning. And people keep saying, just make everything downloadable, Vanessa, so you could write your book. Do it. And I'm like, mm, but, they do, but that's community. So I'm still trying yeah. to like figure out how do we show up live for some of the time, create community, hold space for community, for questions, for healing, and also, right, give ourselves time to grow in other ways. So, yeah, it's so amazing. And so the next course that you have coming up when is it starting again? You said February. So yes, what are some of the, next- the details if people were interested in like finding out more?
2: Yes. Yes. So we have a course, um, the Breath Liberation Society's Breathwork Facilitator Training Course. It is a 200-hour course. It begins at the end of February, the last week. We meet on Wednesdays and Thursdays, um, about every three weeks. Another lesson I learned in the last course is to try not to occupy people's holidays, like Mother's Day or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's where we're we're meeting Wednesdays and Thursdays almost every three weeks, but all the um, all of the dates are on my website, and it's going to be really cool. We we invited. In I think it, we're at about twenty-six people right now to guest teach, and the guest teaching, we call them the apiary, like where bees are kept because of all the mental honey. Love that wording, right? Um, But a lot of the interviews are recorded, so that way you can use them and go at your own pace. We also have live speakers, like we invited Vanessa in last time, but we have live speakers every weekend. And some of them are breath workers and some of them are not. Um, I found that it was really limiting to only invite breath workers in to share their knowledge. I think that breath work is what it is, but I think having like other people like you know, your Reiki instructor come yeah. and talk about energetic boundaries, or we have people that come and talk about trans inclusion. Um, mm-hmm. Some people were are going to talk about social justice. Another, we have a couple business coaches. There is like all sorts of information in this course, uh, and yeah, we do. It's completely virtual, so you can tune in from anywhere. I do ask that you make it to four out of the five um, weeks. So but it's completely recorded. So if you need to miss an hour, you can always go back. We're actually adding transcripts to our live sessions, which I'm really excited about. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be amazing. I'm I'm really excited about this course. It's definitely been a labor of love, but being able to share breathwork and being able to witness others find their voices, find confidence, and then go out into their communities and continue to share this amazing modality has been like I, I, the biggest treat. It's It's been amazing.
1: Hmm, Shana, thank you so much. And everyone, I'm going to include all of the information below. Um, before I'm sitting here, like I want to take her course. So one of these days, I'm going to be in your class. I know that right now my schedule is super packed, but I, I'm <laughs> listening to you and I am, I am, I am. It's going to happen one day. You'll be like, oh, there's Vanessa. I'm going to be there taking class because um, I feel called to it. And I think it's a special treat for ourselves, any modality that we really learn. Because I think, for my, for my own journey, how much I've grown as I'm learning, whatever it is that I'm learning and it first serves us. Right. Yeah. We can only take people as far as we've been in that way. And so we continue growing something that you and I totally agree on is making work accessible, right. Mm-hmm. And highlighting healers of color, Latinx, um, LGBTQ. Am I missing one? I don't know if it's IA plus, right? So I'm still learning. Um, we know it's happening now in the last few years. What do you think changed? Um, do you think anything changed? I mean, we know that it's important for everybody to be seen, but what are your, cause I know that we both are like very pro this. Yeah. You know, wh- how has it impacted your life and how has it become such a value for you, right? Because it is a value for me.
2: Right um i think sliding scale work has gotten a lot more popular and we can thank the internet for that um one of the one of the wonderful things we can thank the internet for i think people are starting to understand that holding space for only people of a certain financial decree um is really limiting um, and and couldn't possibly be considered healing work when it's so narrow um, and it's so limited Uh, i also think that um you know black and brown people are starting to ask for their worth. I think they're starting to ask to be paid. I think that's gotten incredibly popular and amen to that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, not allowing people, you know, I will admit this. It is, what is it? It's the end of January. I have definitely experienced an uptick of people who love my account and would love to feature me maybe in two weeks. And I'm like, no, or what's your budget? Like, you know, it's Black History Weeks in two weeks. I know the calendar lady, you know, like it's just, I think that's really important. And I also think that people are using their dollars to invest in programs that feature the voices and lived experiences of people who don't look like them. I think that ultimately, as much as some people would like to stay in their mud and stay very stagnant and refuse to expand and refuse to highlight and uplift the voices of others, I think a lot of people in this beautiful, healing world that we are in have recognized that and have started to use their money and their influence to uplift the voices of others rather and their money right to like buy buy into programs that that use that that use that um that framework of of inclusive inclusivity and I think that's been incredibly powerful, um, whether people, whether like, for example, the breathwork training that I came from, whether that makes them change their minds or grow, who knows, but I do think that there's, there's been a noticeable difference um, in attendance for people, uh, in attendance, to those programs where people refuse to include the voices of others.
1: Thank you. And I'm so, and I'm so glad that we are moving forward with this and that yeah. we're seeing more diversity because Everyone's always been there, right? And in different indigenous societies, we've seen. I mean, this is where a lot of the magic and in the indigenous ways come from. Is people of color, and we know yeah. the story of how it's been taken away and commodified and then resold. And um, I think that we're in the middle of a revolution. Yeah, you know. So yeah. I'm excited to be here with you. Anything else on your heart that you would like to share that maybe we didn't talk about? <laughs>
2: Mm, no, I. This has been such an amazing conversation. I love our talks. Um, I get so much out of them. Uh, yeah, I. I really don't. I don't. Um, it, it, definitely DM me or email me friends who are listening if you have any questions about the training program. Uh, I joke that I don't always read my DMs, but I definitely do when course signups are happening. So this is your opportunity um,
1: to. Thanks, yes, everyone. Please, please, please. And I'll be very honest. I reached out to Shauna. I mean, we connect all the time. We're like, how are you? Good to see you. Um, i would recently been away. She's like, good to see you, you know, enjoying. And we've talked about the overwork part, the whole thing and the courses online. Yeah. And I just wanted to share Shauna even from like months and months ago, but I wanted to share her too because I wanna give everybody who's listening an opportunity if you feel called to find out more about her and her work and the Breath Liberation Society to reach out to her cause it's starting soon. And I know that as I, we were saying earlier that this can shift your life and maybe call you into supporting others, the shifting of other people's lives, so
2: absolutely that's something I didn't mention two dates one is that next week on the 27th there's an info plus breath session it's only eight dollars you can join we talk about the course and then we do about 30 minutes of breath work so it's a fun way to kind of learn about breath work learn about the course if you're interested and then also enrollment ends on January 30th so there is a little bit of time but not a lot of time if you'd like to join us this spring then you know where to find us Um, we're also going to lead some other um, instructional things summits over the year. So if not this spring, then maybe I'll get to see you all soon. Thank you,
1: Shauna. Gracias. Thank you, everyone. I'm so excited that we had this conversation. Please let us know what you think, what you feel. Um, Follow Shauna. Um, DM her, PM her, do whatever needs to be done oh, to get Steph. the info, and to get the goods, because she is really just as you've already felt through this conversation, she's the real thing. She's grounded, she's flowing, and she's a truth speaker and, a, and, and
0: someone who's making big changes. So thank you, Shana. Thank you, everyone.